Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blinky Fantasy Sports Podcast. I am Brian Baines and I am your host. It is Monday, September 25th, episode number 663. Whew. All right. We should probably cover everything so uh, so we have an hour left to cover uh, the Dolphins stats. But we'll we'll get to those. What a what an offensive show that was. I think they're still scoring, even as we speak. Crazy. Uh, busy, busy day in the NFL, of course. Uh, we uh, have not reached the bye weeks yet. Uh, I believe week five. Week five we start to hit, right? Finishing up week three tonight, two games on the slate. Uh, I think we still have a full slate on uh, week four, and then week five we start getting into by city for the uh, pretty much the remainder of the season until we get to the fantasy playoffs. We will see uh, some teams out on by each and every week. So let's get into, we've got so much to cover. We'll uh, dive right into it so we can uh, try to get to as much as possible knowing that uh, we've got, you know, again, about 45 minutes worth of material to cover just on the Dolphins side of the ball. The Colts, 22, the Ravens, 19 in overtime. Yeah, Ravens, what a mess. Um, Gardner Minshew is your quarterback. He started for the Colts in this one. Anthony Richardson out with the concussion. Uh, hope to see him back uh, by by next week, hopefully. Uh, Gardner was 27 of 44, 227 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. Uh, felt like he got sacked about 30 times in this one. Um, but they got the win, right? They come back and uh, get this thing done in overtime. Zach Moss, uh, again, 30 carries, 122 yards, two catches for 23, and a touchdown through the air. Michael Pittman, nine catches for 77 yards, and Josh Downs, eight catches for 57, very involved in the Colts offense on the Baltimore side, <clears throat> Lamar 22 of 31, 202 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, but uh, here's where he did it, right? 14 carries, 101 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. That's the Lamar we're used to. That's the Lamar we like to see. But, you know, maybe a couple more touchdowns through the air to add to those totals wouldn't hurt either. Gus Bus was your leading running back, 11 carries for 51 yards. Zay Flowers had the most targets, 8 for 45. And uh, Mark Andrews, only 4 for 35 there, so not a whole lot going in the passing game. Again, only 202 yards for Lamar through the air, spreading it around. And the Colts get the win. So uh, that's another one knocked from the ranks of the unbeaten. All right, we're getting down to just a couple left. Just a couple left there. The Browns 27, the Titans 3. Yes, the Browns defense really is good. I think I have said it from day one. The Browns defense was going to be good, and they are. Uh, Deshaun Watson, pretty solid day. 27 for 33. Uh, his best completion percentage so far since he's come back. 289 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Jerome Ford in his debut as the starting running back. Uh, not great on the ground, but we we didn't expect 
that it would be great on the ground because Tennessee, they don't do much against the pass, but they will stop the run. So he was only 10 carries, 18 yards, did get in the end zone on the ground, and then had two catches for 33 and another touchdown through the air. So he got it done for you uh, even without um, without the benefit of a lot of yardage on the ground and even a lot of carries, really. But he'll be fine. Um, he'll He's going to be the guy moving forward. Good news coming out uh, on Nick Chubb's MRI. That sounds like it's just a torn MCL, so uh, not career-threatening, it doesn't sound like, but uh, obviously done for the year. But, but we, you know, we can look forward to seeing uh, Nick Chubb back on the field next year. Uh, Mari Cooper, big in this one, 7 for 118-1. and one. Should have been even more. Should have been two touchdowns. Uh, a phantom whistle by... Uh, the side judge, who's standing right on top of the play. I mean, you, he couldn't have gotten any closer to where Amari Cooper was when he made the catch and made the move and stayed in bounds, but yet, no, referee blew the whistle, blew it dead. Cooper possibly could have uh, pulled, pulled that one into the end zone as well, but was, was cut short. But still, 7 for 118 and 1. Nothing wrong with that. Elijah Moore was very involved. Nine catches, only 49 yards, and he did lose a fumble as well. Uh, but good good usage there. On the other side of the ball, uh, Ryan Tannehill, 13 for 25, uh, 104 yards. Derek, uh, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, obviously, they, by the score of three points. Derek Henry, 11 for 20, out-snapped again by Tajik Spears. Um, yeah, I don't know how much this injury really is uh, weighing on him or whether it was just the, the way the game was going but uh, keep an eye on this in terms of uh, in terms of that toe injury that Henry was dealing with um, could be more serious than we thought DeAndre Hopkins 3 for 48 was your leading receiver but again only 104 yards to go around so not much happening there Dolphins 70 Broncos 20 <clears throat> yeah this thing was wild. Uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa was 23 of 26, 309 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Oh, and didn't even, yeah, I don't. I can't imagine. I didn't, I stopped watching it. The red zone would pop in every once in a while on it, but I um, can't imagine Tua played the whole game. Uh, Devin A-Chain, wow, uh, in his, basically his debut. He played a little bit last week, but not, not very much and this week 18 carries 203 yards two touchdowns on the ground he had four more catches for 30 more yards and two more touchdowns through the air and yeah and he was good and Rahi Mostert was good 13 carries 82 yards three touchdowns on the ground seven catches for 60 yards and another touchdown through the air that's a hundred 100 fantasy points, ladies and gentlemen, between the two running backs. Over 100 fantasy points between A-Chain and Mostert. So I might might have been a, I might be a miss on, on the A-Chain train. I was not on board. I felt like he was too small uh, to be able to hold up in this league. Uh, but he looked pretty electric yesterday. And, you know, could have just been the way the game was going or whatever. We'll... we'll have to wait and see if he can repeat this but wow 
crazy. And, and you know, as far as he's rostered in a lot of places, but was he started anywhere? Uh, I know uh, I didn't see him started in any of the leagues that I'm in, so, you know, uh, that'll probably change next week, and, and he'll probably have a dud. You know, on the other side of the ball, Russell Wilson, 23 of 38, 306, one touchdown, one interception. Again, not a bad fantasy day for Russ, but it wasn't a good overall day. Uh, Javante Williams, 11 carries, 42 yards. Cortland Sutton was your leading receiver, kind of. Yeah, 8 for 91 and 1. Uh, Jerry Judy was 5 for 81, and Marvin Mims was 3 for 73. Uh, yeah, and that's... Dolphins looking good. They are 3-0, and 3-0, oh, and, oh, and looking kind of unbeatable at this point. Defense was good in this one, but didn't even need to be. Uh, your defense could have taken the day off and still been fine. So uh, Dolphins, one of the one of the 3-0 and oh teams that are left standing. The Patriots 15, the Jets 10. Yeah, so you go from the Dolphins 70 to 20 with the Broncos to this. Patriots 15, Jets 10. Uh, Mac Jones 15 for 29, 201, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was your leading rusher. He had 16 carries for 80. Stevenson had more carries, 19, but uh, only had 59 yards on the ground. Uh, and somebody named Brown uh, was your leading receiver, 2 for 71 and a touchdown. Oh, he was t- he's a tight end. Tight end, of course. Yeah. So not Mike Kosicki, not Hunter Henry, but somebody named Brown. 2 for 71 and 1. Awesome. That's a fantasy jewel right there. Um, yeah, Zach Wilson got into it a little bit with Garrett Wilson on the sideline. Frustration is starting to build. He was 18 for 36. Yeah, that's that's 50% for those of you keeping track at home. 50% completion rate. 157 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Brees Hall with a whopping 12 carries for 18 yards. Garrett Wilson, five catches for 48 and that's all there is to say on the New York Jets' side of the ball, and they lose yet again and keep the streak going. This was brought up a lot um, on the broadcast at how how long this streak is running, where the Patriots have beaten the Jets. It's a long, it's a long streak. Don't don't remember exactly what they said, but long. Been a long time. Bills thirty-seven, Manders three. Had a little discussion in Insane the other day, uh, based on the. Terry McLaurin trade, and there was some, you know, some bickering back and forth whether this was a fair trade or a good trade or whatever. And and I chimed in with, um, you know, my my thoughts on Jerome Ford being more valuable right now than Terry McLaurin, mainly because of the the awful quarterback that uh, the Washington Commanders have and. I don't know. Somebody chimed in with, well, the Manders are 2-0. and What do you mean, awful quarterback? Well, we saw it yesterday, and I, I reposted just so everyone could be reminded of uh, the fact that I mentioned that Sam Howell is not a good starting quarterback. 19 of 29, 170, zero touchdowns, and four. Count them, four interceptions for Sam Howell yesterday. But the highlights were on the other side, Buffalo. Josh Allen, 20 for 32, 218, one touchdown, one interception. He had three carries 
46 yards and a touchdown on the ground. James Cook, solid again, 15 carries for 98 and two catches for 14. Stephen Diggs is just Stephen Diggs. Eight catches, 111 yards. Uh, Gabriel Davis did have one catch, 35 yards, and a touchdown. So he kind of saved his day with the touchdown. Uh, as as mentioned uh, on the other side, Sam Howell, 19 for 29, 170. No touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, Brian Robinson, great numbers. Wow, S- 10 carries for 70 yards. So he had uh, a seven-yard per carry flick there. Solid. Terry McLaurin, 6 for 41. Uh, and uh, Curtis Samuel, 2 for 54. And that is all you get. It's all you get out of the Washington Commanders in a 37-3 loss. And they are no longer undefeated. They are now 2-1. and one. Uh, Pretender. Pretender is what they were. Lions, 20. Falcons, 6. Another unbeaten falls. Falcons, I picked them to win this game, and they really disappointed me, especially offensively. Jared Goff, 22 of 33, 243, 1-1. One one. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, 17 carries, 80 yards. Also had a couple catches in this one. Um, so, yeah, he got he got the work, right? You didn't have to worry about Craig Reynolds. Wasn't a thing. So uh, Gibbs got the work in this one. Uh, Mon Ross, St. Brown, nine catches for 102. Sam Laporta. Come on, Kahuna. Kahuna dropped Laporta two weeks ago, week ago, whenever he did it. I don't know. It was a mistake. Eight catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, and I'm going to lose to Kahuna. How does that feel? Not great. Not great. Nice performance by my team in KFL this week, by the way. My 2-0 and team was complete trash. I haven't even broken 100 points yet. Still have... Jalen Hurts tonight, but he's going to just slight me, slightly get me over 100 points. Uh, Desmond Ritter in this one, 21 of 38, 201, 0, and 0. Bijan Robinson was 10 for 33 on the ground and 4 for 27 through the air. Tyler Algier, 7 carries, 12 yards. Yeesh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pitts, 5 for 41 on 9 targets, so a little more involvement, but... You know, not enough. And Drake London, two for 31. Yuck. Uh, Falcons, just not not a great offensive team, right? And when they when they fall behind, it's, it's a problem because uh, Desmond Ritter is not a very good quarterback. And this it's just not the way they want to run their offense. They want to be able to run the ball. They want to play defense. And that's awesome as long as you're in the lead. But you're not always going to be in the lead, and you have to have some sort of an answer when when you fall behind. Packers, 18, Saints, 17. Huh, this one was wild. Trey was there. Yeah, he was there for the home opener for the Packers. He was not very happy. We were texting a little bit back and forth. Uh, things weren't going great in this one. Saints, you know, 17 to nothing. Packers were getting nothing done. And you can see Jordan Love, 22 of 44, not great, 50% completion rate, 259, 1 and 1. Did have nine carries for 39 and another touchdown, but he got it going late uh, and got it done. A.J. Dillon, 11 carries, 33 yards. That's not going to get it done. 
Uh, Luke Musgrave was your leading receiver at 6 for 49. Uh, Romeo Dobbs was 5 for 75, 5 for 73, and a touchdown in the Packers' come-from-behind victory. Uh, Derek Carr, 13 of 18 for 103, 1 and 0 while he was in there, and then he left with a shoulder injury, and that's when things kind of went the other direction. Uh, James Winston, 10 for 16, 101. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Kendry Miller was your leading rusher, 9 for 34. Chris Alave was 8 for 104. Another good game for him. Michael Thomas, 6 for 50. And the Saints go down. Uh, go down 18-17. Packers get the win. Uh, Texans, 37. Jaguars, 17. Uh, Going to reference a couple teams uh this week that well the Jags clearly they were clearly reading all of the press clippings in the off season right everybody said the Jaguar this is their year they've arrived they've turned the corner they've got all these young studs and they're ready to go and they read all about how great they were going to be and then they had to play the games Texans go into Jacksonville and absolutely hand it to them. C.J. Stroud, 20 for 30. 280 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Damian Pierce, again, not great, got in the end zone. 14 carries, 31 yards, and a touch. Uh, Tank Dell, five catches, 145 yards, and a long touchdown for him. Those were your studs on the Texans side. Uh Trevor Lawrence was 27 of 40, 274, 4-9. Can't read my writing here. It was late. Uh, one touchdown, one interception. Travis Etienne, 19 carries, 88 yards. He had four catches for 50, so he had a good game. Uh, Evan Ingram, 7 for 67. Christian Kirk, 4 for 54 and 1. And now, two weeks in a row, Calvin Ridley, 3 for 40. Maybe I was right on Calvin Ridley. Right that I was, yeah, out on Calvin Ridley. So uh, he was lights out in week one, but has kind of disappeared in week two and week three. So uh, maybe I was not as wrong as I thought. I, I thought after week one, man, I really missed the boat on this. But uh, hmm. interesting. Not so, not so great, Ridley. So yeah, Texans thirty-seven, Jags fall to one and two, one and two, not great, not great. And I'm sure they've got a pretty uh, challenging schedule this year as well, with uh, first place finish in the division last year. So, uh, yeah, watch for more of that, unless they can get that turned around. Chargers twenty-eight, Vikings twenty-four. This was a fun one. Uh, Justin Herbert, 40 for 47, 405 yards, three touchdowns, <clears throat> no interceptions. Josh Kelly tearing it up. Another another day where he had the whole backfield to himself. No Austin Eckler. He goes 11 carries for 12 yards. Nice work, Kelly. Nice work. Glad I spent that hundred and some dollars of fab on you in KFL and have started you the last two weeks in order to do that to me. But Keenan Allen, he likes not having uh, Austin Eckler there. 18 catches for 215 yards, but he wasn't done. He also 
was one for one in the passing game with a 49-yard touchdown pass to his buddy Mike Williams, who went seven for 121 and one before seemingly blowing out his knee. I think I think we've seen the last of Mike Williams for the season. It sounds like uh, he's going to be dealing with a season-ending knee injury. Just can't catch a break here. That'll that'll elevate Josh Palmer. Four for 66 and one. Got a nice breakaway touchdown at the end. It was actually the go-ahead touchdown. Um, Kirk Cousins, 32 of 55, 367, three and one. He will probably remain the number one, the number one fantasy quarterback overall. I don't think he did anything to hurt that. Alexander Madison was 20 for 93 on the ground and 5 for 32 in the air. Uh, they bring in Cameron Akers, and he was inactive, but uh, Madison obviously seeing um, the writing on the wall figured he'd better get things in gear. Uh, he did get away with a fumble in this one. Uh, I watched enough of it to to see this play uh, where they were down on the goal line, and he, uh, you know, they said he was stopped. They said forward progress was stopped, but that's a bunch of crap. Uh, they had the ball out before um, before they had blown any whistles on this one. So um, he got away with one, got away with a fumble that would have been uh, a turnover down there that I believe turned into a touchdown for Minnesota. So might not even have been as close um, as it was. Justin Jefferson doing his thing, 7 for 147 and 1. TJ Hawkinson was 8 for 78. Jordan Addison was 6 for 52, but more importantly in this game, uh, the Chargers were up 28-24 with two minutes, just over two minutes left to go in the game. They had um, they had forced Minnesota to use up all their timeouts just the way you want to do it, right? They had gotten the ball back, uh, turned them over on downs and gotten the ball back uh, deep in their own territory. And, yeah, get to get to fourth and one, right? Fourth and one. And with two minutes left, I think it was a little less than two minutes. It might have been like a minute 50 or something like that. So we were past the two-minute warning. Minnesota's out of timeouts. You're up by four. And the genius that is Brandon Staley decides, we'll go for it. Yeah, we can get that one yard. And better yet, Okay, I'm, I, I, it's not the right call. Don't don't get me wrong here. It is not the right call. That is not what you do. You punt the ball away and you let your defense hold them and win the game for you from 80 yards away instead of 24 yards away. Okay, that's the right call on that one. But okay, I'll I'll even halfway go with him on this one. That okay, we're, it's it's one yard. We can end the game right now. Be done with it. All we have to do is get this one yard and get the first down. You sneak it with the quarterback. Your six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound quarterback. You sneak it with him. You don't give it to Josh Kelly, who's gone eleven carries for twelve yards today. Staley's got to go. Okay, they won the game. In in my heart of hearts. Yeah, I always want the Chargers to win. I always want them to win, right? And I'm super excited that I get to go down and see them in uh, a little over a month, get to see them play the Detroit Lions in SoFi Stadium, and I, I want that game to actually mean something. Uh, 
in terms of overall record. I want them to be in the hunt for the division, for the playoffs, all that. So they need to win as many games as they can. But oh, part of me, there was a part of me that wanted them to end up losing that game so they could just be done with Staley right then. And they should anyway, right? They won the game, but they should still fire him today because that, again, shows your inability to trust your defense to do what they're supposed to. And don't come back to me and say, trust. I trusted my defense that they could stop them from 24 yards out. No, that's that's not, no, that, I'm not buying that. You punt the ball away, right? Or if you're going to be dumb enough to go for it, you, you sneak it with your quarterback, right? You're not running the guy that it's, it's gone 11 carries. Well, at that point, had gone 10 carries for 12 yards, right? Because he got no yards on that one. Um, yeah. So frustrating. But the Chargers get the win. Now they're 1 and 2. Vikings go to 0 oh and 3, which is not great for them. 0 oh and 3 does not calculate very well to the playoffs for. Um, <laughs> it's not, not great. Just as. Uh, 3 and 0, 3 and 0, I heard the stat that teams that start 3 and 0 typically are 75% the at a 75% click that they make the playoffs. Uh I would have to assume it's the opposite, right? 25% or less make the playoffs if you start 0 and 3. So not looking great for the Minnesota Vikings right now. Sorry Wes, sorry Lacey. Uh but yeah, not not good. Sorry Tang. Yeah, another Minnesota guy. Um just yeah, it's going to be another one of those for the Vikings. Seahawks 37, Panthers 27 in the afternoon games. Geno was 23 of 36, 290, 246. Ah, man, I, I need to write. Here's the problem. Here's the problem I have. I'm trying to get all of these stats onto one piece of paper, right? Trying to conserve, conserve paper here, and I end up writing really small, and I can't. <laughs> read my writing. Uh, 246, 1-1 one one. Uh, for Geno. Uh, Kenneth Walker, 18 carries, 97 yards, two touchdowns. He also had three catches for 59. DK Metcalf was your leading receiver and really your only receiver at six catches for 112 yards. Uh, Andy Dalton throwing it around for the for the Panthers, uh, 34 58, 361, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Miles Sanders, nine carries, 24 yards, and a touchdown on the ground, uh, five for 38 through the air. Adam Thielen, the old, the old fellas were tossing it around out there. Dalton to Thielen, 11 catches, 145 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, DJ Chark was four for 86 and a touchdown for him. So Cardinals, 28, Cowboys 16. I was talking about about teams reading about themselves. The Jaguars obviously did in the offseason. The Cowboys obviously were reading all about themselves in the last week. How great they are, how great their defense are, defense is, and how they are not going to lose any games. And they came in and laid an egg in Arizona. This is not a good Arizona team, uh, but they are competing. We'll give them that. Cardinals 28, Cowboys 16. Josh Dobbs, 17 of 21, 189, and a touchdown. He also had six carries for 55 yards, so he's not doing anything spectacular, but he's keeping them in games. J. 
James Conner, 14 carries, 98 yards, and a touchdown. He had two catches for 18. Uh, Michael Wilson. No. Wilson, yeah. Michael Wilson, two for 86. Marquise Brown, five for 61, and a touchdown on the Cardinals' side. Uh, Dak and, and Rondale Moore had a had a great one in this one. He uh, they, they ran him on an inside handoff, and boom, he was gone. Uh, looked like about a 50-yard or somewhere in there, and uh, pretty much went through untouched. On the other side, Dak was 25 of 40, 249, one touchdown and one really bad interception late in the game. And Dak's back, throwing those interceptions. Uh, Tony Pollard, 23 carries, 122 yards. He had three catches for minus one. Not easy to do that. Catch the ball three times and end up with negative yardage. Michael Gallup was your leading receiver, 6 for 92. Uh, Jake Ferguson, 5 for 48. And CeeDee Lamb, 4 for 53. Uh, Michael Gallup, by the way, available for trade if anyone's interested. Insane KFL, both right there. You can have him. I will trade him to you, and I won't even charge you that much. Uh, Chiefs 41, Bears 10, and this one wasn't that close. Uh, Patrick Mahomes 24 for 33, 272, three touchdowns, no interceptions, three car- three rushes for 28 yards. Isaiah Pacheco was 15 for 62 and one on the ground, two for 10, no, two for 16 in the air. Uh, also had a touchdown on the ground from from um, from CEH and also had, I believe, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns from uh, Jarek McKinnon. One on the one on the ground and one of those little uh, you know shovel passes. Uh, so he got in the end zone twice. Uh, Travis Kelsey seven for sixty nine and he gets a touchdown. Oh, and Taylor Swift was going crazy. They showed Taylor Swift I think more than they showed Patrick Mahomes in this one. Uh, she was at the game, uh, hanging out with Kelsey's family. Must be something going on there, I would guess. Uh, Racy Rice, five catches, 59 yards. Uh, Justin Fields, another tough day, 11 for 22, 99 yards, a touchdown and an interception. He had 11 carries for 47, got knocked around a little bit. Again, I, I've said it before, I worry about his durability uh, and the hits that he takes. Roshan Johnson was your leading rusher, eight for 38. D.J. Moore had three meaningless catches late in the game for 41 yards and a touchdown, and that's all that he did. Whoa, that was not an easy game to watch unless you were a Chiefs fan. Steelers 23, Raiders 10 to end the night. Cody Pickett 16 for 28, 235, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Najee Harris 19 carries for 65 yards. He heard the footsteps, right? He heard that Warren might be taking over his job. Well, Warren was 8 for 29, so not great there. Uh, George Pickens, 4 for 75. Uh, Calvin Austin, 2 for 72. And a touchdown. He had a long one. Friermuth, 3 for 41. And a touchdown for him, or 91. 3 for 41 or 3 for 91. I don't know which one it is. It's one or the other. Um, I can't read it. I'm going to go, this, that looks like a 9. 3 for 91, maybe. Seems like a lot. Nah, got to be 41. 
Got to be four. That's too many. That's too many yards for Friar Muth there. Uh, Jimmy G, 28 for 44, 324 yards, two touchdowns, three. Count him three interceptions. Josh Jacobs, 17 for 62, a little better than his minus nine performance the week before. Three catches for 18. Devontae Adams, yeah, thanks, Maximus. Thank you very much. So Devontae Adams was traded in the KFL uh, at about 9.45 to Big Kahuna, who uh, who I'm playing this week. He goes 13 for 172 and 2. Uh, Jacoby Myers, 7 for 85. So here's the, here's the trade. So weigh in on this if you'd like. Let us know who won the deal, uh, who won the trade. So so Kahuna and Maximus get together for a trade, like I say, 9.45 Pacific time, right before kickoff, going, this thing goes down. Maximus gets Puka Nakua, and in exchange for Puka Nakua, he gives up Devontae Adams, he gives up Darnell Mooney, he gives up Tyler Algier, and there was one other player involved in this. I cannot remember who the fourth player was. It was another another wide receiver, I do believe. I could be wrong on that one. Uh, but yes, but I could I guess I could technically I could look that up real quick if if you uh, don't mind don't mind me while I look this up. Uh Let's see. It'll be right here. Oh, well, got to get through all the pickups that were made. Uh, oh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. So it was uh, Devontae Adams, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Darnell Mooney, Tyler Algier, all for Puka Nakua. And, yeah, so weigh in. What do you think? I, I think Kahuna wins the deal because we don't know enough about Puka yet. I, I like I like what he looks like so far, but we haven't seen him with uh, one Cooper Cup on the field and what that's going to do to his uh, unbelievable target share that he's got going. But, uh, you know, Maximus always making the deals. He's always making the deals. And he did have a bit of a glut on his roster of guys that, uh, you know, he had to make he had to make tough choices, right? He was having to make tough choices on who who to make. Uh, who to start. So this should make things a little bit easier for him in terms of uh, thinning out uh, the depth on the roster because based on the three three guys that he picked up to replace um, to replace the four guys that he got rid of, um, yeah, he won't have to worry about starting any of them anytime soon. But, uh, yeah, so it's fun. Fun, uh, fun little scramble too, watching them drop and pick up because Kahuna had to drop a bunch of guys so he could even move guys into his roster. Because sleeper, of course, you know if you're over your roster limit or have some form of an illegal illegal roster, you can't really do anything uh, as far as moving guys into starting positions. So it was uh, and and all and all had to be done kind of before ten o'clock before the games kicked off. So it was and, and so. Kahuna's dropping guys, and and Maximus is picking guys up, and you know there's one one guy that uh, Devin Duvernay, I think, uh, Kahuna dropped, and then Clint immediately picked him up and added him, and it was it was fun. It was a fun little scramble, uh, fun to watch 
watch the watch the guys get after it. But uh, yeah, Kahuna's going to end up beating me. Um, yeah, I think he was winless and I was undefeated, and now we're not. So uh, two games tonight, starting at uh, I believe it's four fifteen and five fifteen. Uh, we'll have the Philadelphia Tampa Bay game kick off early, and then we'll have uh, the other game. <laughs> the other game. Oh man, I, my memory is not uh, not what it once was. Oh, Rams and Bengals. Yeah, the Rams at the Bengals. Yeah, that one will kick off at five fifteen. Um, again, uh, as of I haven't looked at the at the new lines as they've probably shifted. But Bucks are plus five at home, forty six over and under, and the Rams are or the Bengals are minus two and a half at home, forty three and a half point over under for tonight's game so watch them enjoy them and we'll be back tomorrow to go over those games we'll go over uh your possible waiver ads tomorrow and yeah get get ourselves ready for week four because it's coming it's going to be here before we know it and that whew, was a long one a lot to cover like i said that dolphins the dolphin stat lines was going to take a while and it did uh everybody have a great start to your week Have a great Monday out there. We'll see you tomorrow for the Fantasy Blink. I'm the Commission. I am out of here.